Welcome back to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast with me, your host, Jude Dawn. Now, this is a bit of an exciting one. It probably won't make any difference to you, but for me, this is a big deal. This is my 100th episode. And while I was looking at some of the stats on the podcast, one thing I noticed, which I was completely shocked at, is that the majority or the highest percentage of listeners actually come from the United States. So there's me thinking it would be the UK and only a small percentage from other countries, and it's not. So apologies if I talk about things that maybe don't resonate or you've no idea what I'm talking about because I'm doing things country or region specific. So I will definitely get better at that in terms of explaining One thing that we've had this week in the northeast of England is a lot of snow, which is fine. It's not been an issue in terms of getting out and about. It's not been, you know, like it hasn't stopped the roads. People have still got out places. But it did mean that when we did our lovely um, Anik Light Trail, so this was Anik Gardens, um, American listeners will know this is the place where some of the first Harry Potter scenes were recorded at Anna Castle and it's just it's lovely and it's so well done and if you are from the northeast I would definitely suggest getting in and booking it next year I don't know if there'll be any spaces left this year but it was so so good and it was like we were bundled up and it was the weather wasn't like it wasn't raining or anything like that. It was pleasant to walk around, but there was snow on the ground because obviously it had been snowing. So it felt really magical and Christmas. So I'm so glad I booked it in. Like I used to be quite bad at being super organized and getting this stuff booked in the diary because I'm, I am, uh, I'll deal with what's in front of us rather than kind of a forward thinker. So I have over the years got better at that especially with things like this because they do get booked up like I've just booked my pantomime tickets for where are we now 2025 so the one that I'm going to on the 2nd of Jan 2024 that was booked last year and my 2025 tickets I've just booked this week so I'm definitely getting better booking things in advance and making I got it but I did I totally messed up with with Santa this year because I waited for a venue that we normally go to and they haven't done it this year and I was hanging around waiting for them to release their dates so we've managed to get booked in last minute somewhere but I am gonna have to sneak Nico out of school half an hour early for um a um, inverted quote dentist appointment that I will be taking them to see Santa but it's sorted so that's absolutely fine um I hope you are all coping well coming up to Christmas and you're feeling organized and you've got lovely things in the diary and if you're not take a moment take a breath figure out what you need to do how you're going to organize it and just take some time out to get the admin side of that done because it's literally that isn't it like it's taken me a week to get all my Christmas shopping done because all you need sometimes is just a couple of hours sat on the computer thinking about what people want and getting it all ordered so feeling thankful that I'm done actually I've still got one present to get which is a 
um don't know if they listen so I probably can't say I'll not say what it is but I've got one present left to get which will again I'll probably get that done as it is so that's absolutely fine right the subject of what I wanted to talk to you about today was something that keeps coming up time and time again for my clients and I do the odd reel on Instagram about it but nothing in depth in terms of the detail behind it and it's the that crippling thing of worrying what other people think and allowing it to sabotage you or hold you back. Now, if I had worried what other people think, then I definitely wouldn't have launched this podcast. I wouldn't have been able to because I would have been thinking like, oh my God, who's going to listen or they're going to think that I don't know what I'm talking about and what happens if I I don't have content and they think that I'm rubbish and, you know, there would have just been so much and I would have sabotaged it and I wouldn't have been able to get to this point of 100 episodes. But there's so many other things that we can sabotage with worrying what other people think. Now, the reason why it stuck out so, because this, I mean, this is like every client who comes to me worries what other people think. And most people do to an extent, but there are a handful of people that have done the work like me. And I've definitely had to do that work because that was something that absolutely crippled me um, at the start of my life and, and worrying what other people think and feeling like I wasn't good enough and placing far too much importance on other people's opinions of me. So I I have done that work. Please don't think that I was born or conditioned to not have that. I definitely had it at the very start. When it does... No, wait a minute. Where was I going to go with this? The reason why it, it, it shook me so much in the last three weeks was because I was watching an episode of... Um, I think it's called How to Get Rich. Now, this guy who hosts it, it's a bit of a corny, I will say it's a bit of a corny Netflix show, but the detail in it is really, really good, there, there's some really good detail, and I've just found out, because I was trying to Google the guy's name, that he does have his own podcast, so if you don't want to watch the Netflix show, he has his own podcast, and I'm sure that will probably be less cheesy. Now, this guy, Ramit Sethi, was on the Diary of a CEO podcast uh, not that long ago and he's really good at helping people financially and for them to not just earn money but be able to organize their money so they are set up for life and, and, and that's what he does and one of the things he talks about is not buying a property and that actually your money would be better off put in like stocks and shares and various accounts that are going to gain you more money rather than a house that doesn't really gain you much money. So I just found that so interesting. Anyway, I started watching the cheesy Netflix show and one of the girls in that show, she's quite young. I'm going to say mid-20s, but I'm not 100% sure. And she is, I think she's a dancer and she teaches dancing. So she gets okay money for her age. And one of the things she did was she bought a house. Um, She bought this little apartment, but she hadn't really thought it through. And there was, she didn't, she hadn't accounted for the fact that um, 
she was going to have maintenance costs. So the maintenance costs of the building. And oh God, I can't remember what the American term is. Sorry, Americans. Um, yeah, so, so she was, she hadn't accounted for all the costs. That was good. She knew she could afford the, the, the mortgage payments, but not necessarily everything else that came with it. So she hadn't really thought it through. And it was crippling her. Like she couldn't afford to get the heating fixed. So she had no hot water. So for months, she didn't have any hot water to, to get washed or wash her hair or anything like that. And Ramita kind of said to her, you know, how would you feel about giving up the apartment and selling it? And she was like, I just don't know if I can do it. And it went back and forward and they follow the the people who are on this show. Um, it's not just like they're on it once. Like they could they could come back in episode three and you'll find out a bit more about what they've done with their money, etc. So it must have been about, I think it must have been about episode three or four where she kind of, they'd followed her in all the episodes. And one of the things that was holding her back, right, bear in mind, this girl had no spare cash to do anything and she's young and she couldn't even afford to get her water fixed, her heating fixed. And the thing she was worried about was what would people think? Now I need to let that land. Like she was sacrificing her own comfort and even just like, you know, our own happiness because she was worried all the time about money. And the thing that was stopping her going, do you know what, I'm going to sell it, was worrying what other people think. Now, this is a really good story to, uh, um, sorry, a really good example for you to understand how nuts it is when we worry what other people think. Because her interpretation of that, her perception was, but everyone's like, oh my God, like, you know, you've bought a house, you're so young, like, well done you. And now they're going to be thinking that I'm I'm no good with money and that I am a failure. Like she had all of this attached to this apartment. Now, there's loads of ways we can turn around how worrying what other people think and we'll, we'll come onto that in a second. But I want you to think about what would you think if that was your mate and they were struggling to afford the bills and they were unhappy and they couldn't even afford the heating, what would you be saying to them? You'd be telling them to like sell the place, get something cheaper and start building their part of money back up. Like you'd be advising them on exactly what they need to do, but never in a moment would you be thinking, what a loser, what a failure, she can't even handle her money. Like you wouldn't be thinking all the things that she perceives people are thinking. And this is so crucial to not worrying what other people think. Is that your perception is so far off what is actual truth. And I have had this multiple times with clients where the sticking point is, but what will people think? So like a successful managing director who has raised two children really really well and juggled this work-life balance would worry that people think she's a loser because she's single or not going into the career that they desire because what happens if it doesn't work and what will people think or 
what happens if it does work and what will people think because they'll be like, who's she to do that? Right? Now, let's put it in perspective, right? Anyone who has crappy thoughts about someone else, in their core, there's one of two things going on. Either they're not a good person or they have their own stuff going on and that causes them to look down on other people, right? That probably means 100% of the time, not probably, definitely 100% of the time means that that person is struggling with something that they're not comfortable with in their own life. So they look for flaws in other people's, right? Now those people, that two, those two groups of people who may have crappy thoughts about other people, you wouldn't want to be friends with anyway. You wouldn't appreciate their opinion if they were giving you advice. So why do you care what they think? The people who love you and care for you do not think negative thoughts about you. And that is only the tip of why you shouldn't care what people think, right? Because that's irrelevant in my eyes. It's irrelevant of what people think because you know what? I have no control over it. I have no control over whether people like this podcast episode that I'm putting out, whether people think I'm an idiot for driving around in a really expensive car, whether people think that I'm too talkative or that I ask too many questions. Like I'm literally, like I have no control. So so if there was a group of people and I walked in a room and I didn't know anyone and it was not a networking event because I am really quiet at networking events. I'm the opposite of how I normally am. But if it was like, I don't know, my friend's party and she invites me and I turn up and I don't really know anyone then I'll probably work the room. I'll be chatting to people. I'll like be asking about them. I'll be finding out more about them. Like that's me. That's who I am. I find it really easy to walk into a room and chat to people. But that doesn't mean to say that everyone's going to like us in that room because they might be thinking, who's she? Like, I can't be bothered to talk to that person or that I'm too happy or or that I just, yeah, that I talk too much. Like not everyone's going to like us and that's okay. Because you know what? I'm not going to like everyone in that room either. And that's okay. Like, we're all different. But the time when this really, really hurts you when you worry what other people think is when you start to sabotage your own outcomes. Right? Like, if I'd worried what other people think, I wouldn't be a coach. I would be still in retail, probably struggling because I know my... my um old position doesn't exist anymore like it's just that's not where retail's going so I would have definitely been in a position that I was unhappy with in retail I wouldn't be helping the people that I do now and and there's so many costs of worrying what other people think like if you if you are a parent and your child's acting up when you're out if you're just worried about what other people think in that scenario and you're thinking oh my god like people can see that my child's behaving badly and then you're getting worked up your response will be worked up so therefore your response to your child being you know loud naughty whatever 
is probably not the correct response that your child needs to be able to get them to behave better. Because you'd be like, stop being naughty, do this, do that, da 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 da. You'd be in that mood, wouldn't you? Rather than what your child probably needs at that time is distraction or kind of going down to their level and talking about, you know, whatever, I don't know. But it's not that response, that frustrated response. It requires a nurturing response to be able to get them to behave better. If you are in a meeting, now this is an easy one. If you're in a meeting and you're worried what other people think of you, the likelihood is you'll probably say nothing. And then you're going to sabotage your outcome of getting promoted or people thinking you're good at your job because nobody gets to see how good you are at your job because you're being quiet and you're not saying anything. But what happens if instead of, and this is really, really key, right? Instead of focusing on worrying what other people think, you focus on the outcome you desire. Sit with that for a moment. Where do you worry what other people think? And now I want you to write down, if you, I mean, if you're driving, don't do this, but think about it. I want you to think about what is the outcome you desire? Both of those will have different responses. The worrying what other people think, you will create a response based on that. Working towards the desired outcome, you will have a different response. So say, for example, if I was, again, we'll do an easy one. If I was worried what people think on Instagram, and I did when I first started out on Instagram, and I only really had my friends following me, I was a bit vanilla, like I was a bit beige, like I I would just kind of find a quote, make it look pretty, and I'd post it, right? And it was boring content, like it wasn't that exciting, So because I was worrying what my friends may think, like, oh God, I can't post that or I can't do this, what will they think? Then I would keep my content really beige and really bland. So therefore, I stayed at about 400 followers for such a long time, I can't tell you, (laughs) like probably about four years. I never grew my following, which is so annoying because actually back then, the traction in the algorithm was probably really easy to tap into, but I wasn't doing anything about it. Whereas now, when I post content, I'm not thinking about my friends or what they might think of us. I'm thinking about the people who come and work with me. People who are struggling with something they can't get past. And that is the content that I need to put out to be able to support people, to be able to stand out as an expert as, a, as an unbreakable mindset coach, that is what I need to do. I need to post content that resonates with people. So that action requires me to sit and think about what are my clients struggling with right now? What are things that I could post that could be really quick, easy wins for somebody to watch in 30 seconds and listen and it really land where it needed? That action is far different from me going, oh my God, like what will I post? Oh my God, like what will people think? Like, oh God, I'll just Google top 10 positive quotes and I'll post something like that. Like the actions are completely different and the results are so different as well. 
So I want you to spend a little bit of time thinking about the last 11 months and where you know, hands down, you have sabotaged yourself because you've worried what other people think. And write it all down. Write down examples of where you've sabotaged yourself. And now I want you to think about In those examples, if you'd been working towards your desired outcome, what would your actions have been instead? If you don't know what your actions would have been instead, because maybe you're too close to the, the, the pain or the discomfort, I want you to think about somebody who has the personality traits that you desire or has the end goal that you desire and use them as your barometer. What would they do? So, for example, if I was at the start of my coaching journey and I was thinking, right, well, I know that my content's, like, bland. What am I going to do about it? And I don't know what to post and I don't know how to talk to people and I don't know how to get my message across. If I was at that stage and I didn't know what my action should be, then there's loads of stuff that I could look at. Because I'd look at people who've got a lot of followers. I'd look at people who get a lot of interactions with their posts, like who gets a lot of views, who gets a lot of comments, why do they get a lot of comments, what is it that's resonating about that, how are they portraying themselves on their videos, their content, how are they talking to their people, like there's so many ways I can pull it apart and really look at it you know, and, and and there's, you know, there's so much available to us right now in terms of, you know, self-help books or, you know, just googling a YouTube video on, on how to be or do X, like it's all available to you if you don't have the money to be able to put into, um, training, coaching, whatever, like there's stuff out there that you can pull from, but you need to understand where you're sabotaging yourself, So if I just do a bit of a recap for you. One, I want you to really question that thought. Is it perception or is it reality in terms of would people judge you based on what you're worrying about right now? If it was you and if it was a friend, sorry, if the the thing was your friend and they were going through that, what would you think of them? So that girl on that program, if somebody had just said, right, what would you think of someone who was struggling to pay the bills and they bought this house? Would you be, one, thinking what a loser, they can't even afford the bills, or would you be, two, empathetic and thinking, how can I help this person? Like, how can I be there for my friend? And the likelihood is she would have said two. So really question it. Do people judge you in the way you think you're being judged? And then thirdly, what is the outcome you desire? And how are you going to work towards that? So from those three things that I've just said there, do that work, right? Because do you know what? You've got 11 months worth of data and information that you can go back over and go, right, where do I know I've sabotaged myself this year? What am I not prepared to do in the year ahead? 
what am I going to change? What am I going to adapt? What actions am I going to take to change the outcomes? And what am I going to do that I've never done before? Because I've always worried what someone else thinks. And honestly, this can go so deep. Like, you know, I'm doing this in a, in a 30 minute episode to you. And I know how deep this can run. Like I know clients who struggle to go out with friends because they worry what other people think. They struggle to choose outfits because they worry what other people think. They struggle to, even when they've gone out with their friends, they struggle to have conversations because, oh my God, like I don't even know what I'm going to say. What will they think if I talk about this subject? The overthinking is debilitating. But if you start working towards the outcome, you make everything easier. And another thing that I suggested to a client recently is, rather than being in your own head and worrying what other people think, I want you to start becoming an observer, right? Because these people that you've put on a pedestal that you fear judgment from, I want you to start becoming an observer. Because when you become an observer, you start to see that, you know what? Everyone's got their own stuff. Like everyone's got insecurities. Everyone's got something that they worry about that you may not have noticed. And once you see that everyone's got some vulnerability, everyone's got something that they're hung up about, you'll start to worry less about your own and you'll be able to step into your power and realize, you know what, nobody's judging me because they're all worried about their own stuff. If this has resonated with you, please do drop me a message on Instagram. As always, I would love it. If you haven't already, if you are a listener, and I know how many listeners I've got versus reviews. If you are a listener and you've never done me a review before, I would hands down love it if you could do that. Because when a podcast gets reviews, it helps other people to find it based on what they like and it really really does help the podcast grow and for me to do another 100 episodes I want to 10 times the amount of listeners that I have got now so please do what you can to help me make this podcast grow, whether that's share it with someone you know, whether that's shout about it on Instagram, whether that's drop me a review, whatever it is that you can do, I would 100% appreciate that. Um, And if you do share it on Instagram, tag me in um, because it's really nice to see who is listening as well. Have an amazing week, everyone. And I do hope that you are riding the waves of the the December craziness and you are keeping your head above water. Take care everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Don't. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit Don't coaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes